everyone. Welcome to the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model Podcast. This is going to be a mishmash of audio content, LinkedIn content, guest podcasts, interviews, debates, and live Q&A. We'll primarily discuss six topics that reflect the buyer-centric revenue model. One, sales development versus marketing. Two, the sales assembly line or the AE-CSM split in other subdivisions versus full sales or full sales cycle sales, aka AE-CSM combined, no handoffs, no prospecting. Three, quota versus holistic goals and metrics. Four, commission versus full salary plus bonus. Five, sales versus the option of self-service to the extent desired and possible. Six, the predictable revenue model versus the buyer-centric revenue model. If you haven't already, I highly demand that you sign up for the buyer-centric revenue model community to continue the discussion and help implement the model. Join the movement of forward-thinking peers liberating and modernizing B2B marketing and sales. Achieve a better growth playbook, a competitive advantage, and more productive and fulfilling careers. Enjoy insights, data, best practices, resources, and jobs. Plus, the live Q&A on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Head over to buyercentricrevenue.com to sign up. If you want to learn more about the model and these topics, check out my book, The Death of the SDR and the Birth of the Buyer-Centric Revenue Model. It's available on Amazon in ebook, paperback, and audiobook. And now to this episode. Hey everyone, in this video, I want to talk about why Outreach.io bought Sales Hacker, why they acquired Sales Hacker. And we mentioned this in another video as an example of prospecting peddlers who market prospecting services and software, not with prospecting, but with proper non-spam marketing. And that's one reason why they are successful, despite the fact that prospecting is unsuccessful. And I wanted to go into more detail about this because it's such a telling example. For those of you who don't know, Outreach.io is one of the more well-known prospecting software companies, or as I call it, spam software companies. And basically what they do is they, or what their software does is it allows SDRs to manage all of their spam for each buyer across all the different types of spam, the number of attempts to spam, the spacing between spam attempts, the duration of the spam campaign, and the message or content within the spam. For example, for an SDR to help manage an 18-touch spam sequence of six telemarketing calls, three voicemails, five email spam, two LinkedIn spam, one bribery, and one physical mail spam spaced one day apart. And this would not only help SDRs manage their spam, but it would also give management you know, visibility into their spam. It would track that spam automatically in the CRM and make sure that SDRs don't give up too soon on unresponsive buyers after just a few spam attempts. And so they call this category of software, of spam software, sales engagement software or cadence software or sequence software. Prospecting, I mean, to manage all that spam because you have to do so many different attempts, so many different things just to get a response from one buyer and you have to constantly 
go after them over and over and over again, just to get a response, even if it's negative. And oftentimes you never, ever get a response. So you need something to manage that. That's a bit of background on outreach.io. And they were founded in 2014. In 2018, outreach.io's first acquisition was sales hacker, the world's largest B2B sales community and media company at the time. Why did outreach.io buy sales hacker? Hmm? Sales hacker runs a community, you know, physical and virtual conferences and meetups. They produce content like webinars, blogs, bod- podcast templates, and videos. Their blog is 100% community generated. So they co-create content with sales and sales development thought leaders and influencers, including prospecting gurus like John Barrows, Tito Bort, Trish Bertuzzi, Richard Harris. So Sales Hacker produced tons of content, tips, case studies, teardowns, guides, templates, checklists, surveys, polls, stats, product reviews. Their blogs and their content would get circulated by their partners, which they had like over 50. They had sponsorships. They built this reputation as a go-to destination for unbiased thought leadership from peers, not from vendors. And they had a strong social media presence on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Facebook. Their founder and CEO, Max Altschuler, wrote a book called Hacking Sales and built a strong reputation on social media. And again, they had sponsorships from companies like Intercom, HubSpot, Pipedrive, and LinkedIn. So Sales Hacker, whose audience was sales and sales development, and much of their content was about prospecting, was built by marketing. So it was a sales company built by marketing. They weren't going around telemarketing people, doing prospecting, email spamming people, LinkedIn spamming people. That's not how they grew. Now, Gaetano Denardi was the former VP of marketing at Sales Hacker from January 2017 until the acquisition by Outreach.io in September of 2018. And in a LinkedIn article, Gaetano outlines how a very small marketing team doing proper non-spam marketing grew Sales Hacker 400% until it was acquired. So why did Outreach.io acquire Sales Hacker? Founder and CEO of Outreach.io, Manny Medina, said at the time, quote, our buyers don't know we exist as a category. They don't know that sales engagement is a solution. The main limiter to growth for us is actual knowledge, understanding there's a solution out there for their pain. We need to educate the community that sales engagement exists, end quote. So to generate awareness and demand about their prospecting software, to prospectors, to sales development and sales, Outreach.io needed marketing. So they bought it via Sales Hacker. And now today, Outreach.io does significant marketing in addition to having bought Sales Hacker. So when you think about Outreach.io, do you think of Manny Medina and all his marketing efforts like on LinkedIn? Do you think of Sam Nelson, who creates a lot of LinkedIn content and dyed his hair blue? Do you think of Scott Barker, who hosts their podcasts? Do you think of Max Altschuler, who is the former CEO of Sales Hacker and who also authored the book on sales engagement? Or 
do you think of Billy the SDR doing his prospecting? So which type of marketing do you think drives their profits, their growth, their reputation, their demand, their word of mouth, their community, sales development, or marketing? How much marketing resources do you think they invest in sales development versus marketing? Does sales development and prospecting do more harm than good at outreach.io? Well, only outreach.io knows, but I think we can all take a guess. Now imagine if these prospecting peddlers had to pitch marketing. You know, we talked about that in another video. Marketing would laugh them out of the room. Marketing knows better. Imagine if these prospecting peddlers, these prospecting software companies weren't trying to, to pitch sales development and sales. Imagine if they, if they had to hit up HR or operations or IT or finance. If you think SDRs are struggling, they struggle way more when they have to try and market to outside of sales development and sales. Look at your own company. And again, run the experiments in the book. Compare sales development to marketing. Propose a business case to you know, do two experiments. Automate website demo requests and qualification the website and gradually reduce prospecting and repurpose sales development into marketing over time. So take a crawl, walk, run approach. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this, that this was illuminating and you know who actually is benefiting from prospecting and sales development today in addition to all the losers that we've talked about all the people who are being harmed i'll leave it there and i'll catch you guys in the next one buyer-centric revenue model over and out